Let's give it up for the best division in the NFL, the AFC. Round of applause to them. Clap it up, guys. Clap it up. Hip, hip, hooray. Hooray. Hip, hip. Hooray. It is time for week six, right? Week six, breakdown of the NFL. Uh, tonight, we have Monday night still to go, but um, as we always do, we always break down the Sunday and Thursday games before. This is MSR Sports. We have Matt and Sam with me joining as always. What's up, guys? How are we doing? So, uh, There is a zappy fever in the air around Patriots Nation. Right. I'm still not ready to jump in that bandwagon, but... A bunch of people have already jumped on it. Great. Did you watch the game? I did, but he started off slow. Great. Well, well, we'll get to him in a bit. Um, we do have some breaking news. Just about an hour ago, Robbie Anderson, who was kicked out the other day during his game in the Panthers and Rams for fighting with a bunch of coaches, he was kicked out. Well, Robbie Anderson just got traded to the Arizona Cardinals. As we know, we ended up also finding out a couple of minutes later the reason as to why Hollywood Brown is out for the year. And I'll pass it. We'll start off with Matt on this breaking news. I know he wanted to cover it. Yeah. First and foremost, I really just wanted to say, I like Robbie Anderson, you are not that good. You're not a good enough player in order to be acting the way you do. I mean, like, like, like you think about all these like diva figures in the NFL: Antonio Brown, Michael Thomas, Jalen Ramsey. The, the, they're all good enough. Like, like, yes, they are able to back up the talk. But then you have guys like Robbie Anderson, Eli Apple, who act like they're all like the shit, and they just aren't the shit. Robbie Anderson, you are not the shit. But as for Arizona, I mean, they make the trade. I mean, I don't know how much longer Robbie Anderson's contract is. I think it's what a couple more years left on it. Isn't it one more year? What it's What do you sign a two? I, I don't remember how much it is, but I do know that um, this is pretty much like you said to kind of try to offset the Hollywood Brown injury. And I mean, honestly, it's kind of a low risk move, and you're trying to make the playoffs, so it kind of makes sense. But I mean, we're not going to just ignore how big of a loss Hollywood Brown is for this team. I mean, he was pretty much the offense through Week Six. I know you got to get D Hop back Week Seven, but I mean. I think that Hollywood was at, like Hollywood was balling out this year. The Oklahoma chemistry was going nuts, and I don't I don't know how it's going to be for the Cardinals the rest of the way out. Yeah, I'll I'll go here because then, then we'll pass it to the Cardinal fan after me. Um, yeah, Robbie Anderson, like Matt said, you you act like you're really good when really you aren't. You should not be acting like that. You suck. And, um, well, we kind of expected the Panthers to enter the fire cell button after they just cut, uh, what's his name, Matt Rule. They fired him. So it had been rumored that they were going to be traders. And one of the guys I thought they would trade for sure was Robbie Anderson. Now, I never expected the Cardinals to be the team to deal for him. I I, I was still under expectation. A, a thing that I thought was going to happen when he was a free agent was that he was going to Green Bay. I thought Green Bay was still going to trade for him because of how they've been struggling offensively. Obviously, you have the Cardinals get him. Um, like Matt said, Hollywood was probably the best part of that offense um, to his injury now. But I think the Cardinals should be – they should be fine, but in terms of the wide receiver department, because you are getting DeAndre Hopkins back, who went healthy, 
we know is a top 10 receiver of the game. Uh, me and Sam like Rondo more. We think he's solid. Robbie's fine. They got Agent Green, the veteran. So they this it should be the same offense as it's been the next week. If anything, we're hoping they're hoping D Hop can take it to another level because they have not played good football. And hopefully D Hop can help change that, that that the way the offense has been playing because for how much money Kyra Murray is making and for all the talent, it should not be playing like that. So we'll see what happens here, but. Yeah, the Panthers wanted to get rid of him. They're in fire cell mode, and the Cardinals is probably a low risk, high reward. Maybe Robbie works out for them. So, yeah. When I when I said Kyler needs help, this is not what I meant. <laughs> Robbie Anderson's fucking horrible. He's owned by Gilmore. He's owned by JC. At least I like JC. Ramon likes Gilmore. At least we can agree that they both own Robbie Anderson. Yeah, uh, that, being, sure. that being said, um, my left shoe owns Robbie Anderson, so thank you. You guys, Robbie can... Anderson is fucking awful. <laughs> when I said Kyler needs help, this is taking a step back. Now Kyler needs even more help, and he's getting yeah. even more help with the return of DeAndre oh, Hopkins. Really? Uh, we'll see. Look, I he he's was also top losing to... even more help with Hollywood Brown out, so yeah. T- but Nuke is a top ten receiver when healthy. They'll be. He's going to catch up to him at some point. Yeah, if but it, if it he's not that old. He's not that old. How is he? He's like, he's over one thirty-two. Really? Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's in his early thirties. Wow, the years have passed. I, it feels like he's like barely 27, 28. Oh, he's thirty wow. exactly. Yeah. Wow, I mean, he's not I think, he'll still, be, I think he'll still be just. He'll fine. be, yeah, he'll be good, but he'll eventually be good, age is going to catch up to him. I, I think he'll be fine, but like you said, I think it's going to take him a little while to be as dominant. But he is going to get that opportunity now with Hollywood out. He'll be, he'll have that opportunity to be his normal dominant self. Um, but like I said, I, I do like the way the defense is playing, regardless of how Kyler Murray that offense is kind of selling this team. But um, he he is not selling this team. He's he is. Cliff did you, did the you see the game yesterday? Did you see I that did. Cardinals game? He sold no, multiple he times. He sold. Well, I saw the coach. No coach help. He has no line. He has a, no a help coach that no helps him compensate for the fact that he ran it. He had a massive run and then fumbled it in the red zone. Everybody fumbles. So yeah, I'm wins. pretty sure. I'm pretty like there was nothing getting going. He that he does have help, but you know, but he does <laughs> Well, let's just get to the games now. <laughs> Unless you have anything else to add. Nope, I got nothing. Nope. All right, then. We'll kick it off with Thursday night as we always do. And <laughs> Oh, boy. If, if you enjoyed last Thursday night, you probably love this one as well. It was a real barn burner between the Commanders was, and the Chicago. It was certainly close to the end. We'll give it that. I mean, they played football. Yeah, that was a football game on that night. Uh, Carson Wentz is still the greatest Thursday night football quarterback of all time. He is yet to lose a Thursday night. Although he already lost last Thursday, had a – what's his name? Uh, Darnell Mooney caught that ball. Honestly, there's not really much you can say from this game other than both teams are not good. The undefeated Thursday night quarterback stayed undefeated, but it was probably his worst showing of a Thursday night football game. And Justin Fields is still, like we said, 
that playing style is not going to be sustainable as the season goes along. And that's he the reason. Stuck. Yeah, that, that's also a reason why this Bears team does. This Bears team should have a couple more wins if they had better quarterback play. Like, he's been okay, but he hasn't been great. He's been okay because I, of his rushing abilities. Throwing has been fucking yeah, horrible. I, I think I, – yeah, I think that I agree with that. I think that his throwing is terrible. Like, he, he it, missed like, that wide-open touchdown. I don't know who like, – I think it was to a tight end. It was awful. Like, like he looks like Jalen Hurts in his rookie – like, he was Jalen Hurts his rookie year. Like, Hurts is – Hertz's rookie year was terrible throwing, but he was able to give them a chance because of his rushing ability. That is Justin Fields in year two this year. Like that is that is who he is. That's who he's. Pro- I think he's probably always going to be. I think you have to run a a certain offense in order to have this to see because whatever Matt Eberflus's offensive scheme or whoever's offensive scheme is putting in, it's not working for Justin Fields. You need to get him out of the pocket and being able to make simple throws, short passes. And you have to be able to utilize his rushing ability. And you kind of nope. did that Thursday night, but you got to do it more because that's the only chance of winning games. Outside the pocket is where Justin Fields needs to be. <laughs> and, yeah, Washington kind of locked out. I mean, the defense finally showed up, kind of, but it was kind of a kind of a terrible offense in general. I'm not too, I'm not too high on Washington for the rest of the season. However... I wouldn't be shocked if they sneak a couple more wins in. I mean, who knows what happens. And Carson wants his fingers also injured. Potentially, he's potentially going to be out for a couple weeks. So, we're going to have to see how that, how that happens. But they'll, also, they'll probably win more. <laughs> also, it's Sam Hill season. Also, uh, feel-good story. Uh, B-Rob scored his first career touchdown. Um, just kind of signaling that he is back from, you know, everything that's trying to held him back. He made his first start last week. This week scores his first touchdown, the winning touchdown at that. So, you know, great feel good story for him. I, I yeah. want to say that all quarterbacks from last year's draft class, like Fields, Mac, Lawrence, they all took a step back from their rookie year. Except oh, okay. maybe Lawrence. I don't think so. Trevor Lawrence. No, okay. That's what I'm saying. Except maybe Lawrence, but also Lawrence has had like great games and terrible games. So yeah. I'm, no, so I'm yeah, going to yeah. say he took a step up. Yeah. He had, he had, but I will because last year was pretty much all terrible. Mills, Fields, and Mack all took a major step down. Fields no, kind of okay. like, I mean, hang on, hang on. Hang on, hang on. Okay, look. Lawrence took a step up and this, he had, did have two bad weeks. But he bounced back yesterday. As we'll get to his game to talk about that. And as for the other ones, Wilson, he's been okay since his return. He has been. Um, he's been terrible. I think he's been awful. But that's why. That's why I didn't say he was great. I said he's been okay. Um, then, uh, yeah, Fields is not really. Fields looks the same as he was last season. Mm, Mills, Mills looks worse. Mills, no. I mean, I think if anything, like he looks just he looks slightly better to be completely honest with you. He was. Terrible last year. We, he is terrible this year. Yeah, I know that. But he like we didn't he, expect Mills. Like he, he can. Last year, it didn't even look like they were in certain games. Like this year, at least they're in games to win. Like they can win games uh, if they had somebody like that. But I have no idea. Mills has looked. I mean, as we expected him to look. And as for Mac, I'm not ready to trash on him. Yes, his start has been terrible. But then again, it was a new offense that was adjusting, and then now also. By the way, I think our offense is finally adjusted to where it wants to be. It's just that, unfortunately, it's happened without Mac. But it's more – Mac has been hurt. Let's – look, if Mac comes back, 
um, from the injury, and he plays just as he was the first couple games with this offense, then you we can say he took a step back. I, per- I personally don't think his play has taken a step back. I think his confidence is taking a step back because, like Matt had said a couple weeks ago, he's making throws that he would never make last season. There's something wrong with him met- mentally. It's not, it's not physically because he still plays the way he's always played. He's just there. He's, he's, he's panicked to make some throws and then he makes throws that he knows he can't make, but he's just, he wants to get it so bad. Like, a big ball. yeah. So I'm not ready to give up on that. Let's just let's see how he does when he returns. And another thing with that as well is that I don't know if it's necessarily all on him either. Like, I, I guess I think some of it is on him, but I also believe that Matt Patricia called some pretty shit plays in that week. I mean, it's just it like it makes me believe like yes we had Bailey Zappi in and that's how we won games is like we didn't we didn't win because of him but we kind of won like in spite like we kind of made the offense more simple. That might be yeah. what we have to do with Mac Jones, kind of make the offense a little bit more complex, but not too complex. Don't get him out of what he does well, which is read the field and make the open throw and get it there with accuracy. That's what he does well. Like that's what we need. That's what we need to be. Prioritizing, like yes, but Mac has a, Mac has an arm, like he can get the ball down there, but it doesn't really have too much zip on it. Like, like it's, he's not the best deep ball passer. I'll say that. However, he can get it down. It's just yeah. like we need we need to be able to utilize Mac for his strengths, which is quick passes, getting the ball to the receivers, good reads, and so far that just hasn't been able to been shown this season. Hopefully, when he comes back, whenever that'll be. We will see just the value of what that will do to the offense like this, especially because Tyquan Thornton is him. Like he'll get open pretty quickly if he's. Oh open. yeah. But well, we'll start. We're gonna we're, we're gonna we're, we're gonna get there when we get to the game that we're. Well, let's just since we're at it already, let's just start with the Pats game. Yeah. Pats Pats rolled the Browns. I'll let Matt take it away. Yeah. Um, Bailey Zappi played well. Um, Ramondre Stevenson. I apologize. You can be a running back one. Um. Tyquan Thornton is him. I really like what he did for us in the red zone, being able to. He got a rushing and a passing touch, a receiving touchdown, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I really like that. Um, hopefully this offense is right where it needs to be. We're rolling at the right time. We were saying a couple weeks ago, these are the games we need to win. We're giving ourselves a chance at the playoffs now if we can continue to win these games in the middle part of the season because, as we've been saying, the schedule gets tougher and tougher towards the end of the season. So we're winning the games we need to win, which is a very positive sign for us Patriots fans. And as for you, Cleveland, holy shit. I mean, I've been saying it for the last like few weeks now, your defense sucks. I mean, this, this, if this isn't any indication that your defense sucks, I don't know what is. Um, Nick Chubb was fine, but he never really got the ball because they were always down by a million. Um, you kind of got one garbage touchdown with Amari Cooper. And, yeah, your schedule is getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I mean, even when Watson's back, you might be done. You might be fucked. You you, you got to rely on Nick Chubb because that's not that good either. So, good luck to you. Uh, yeah. Um, by the way, to anyone that still had doubts of this Patriots defense, stop it. We're the only defense that's been able to contend uh, – contain Nick Chubb and uh, Kareem Hunt. And to be honest, in terms of player names, we're probably the weakest defense in terms of player names that he's faced. And we just built, built – that's what Bill does. Or Steve, whoever made the game plan this time, it was 
we're taking away what you do best and you're going to have to go beat us with everything else. They said, you're going to have to make Brissette beat us because they know that Brissette wasn't going to be able to beat them. They got rid of the running backs and forced the quarterback to have to go make plays and he showed that he can't. I mean, the first pass he threw was an underthrown ball intercepted by Duggar. Yeah. Zappy, I thought his start was okay. At first, he was he was making some bad throw. He was looking like preseason Zappy, and it was looking again like this offense that where we it's just field goal and field goal and field goal. Like we should be punching it in. And so I I won't blame him a lot. I wrote, some of the drive killers weren't his fault. Against Isaiah Wynn with his dumb penalties that always kill that our drive. Team, please. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it, it could be happening soon. The Rams just lost their left tackle for the year. I would not be shocked if Sean McVay gets on the phone for a win. Either way, Marcus Cannon already proved that he he can do he can do a win's job and he can do it better than win. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Zappy started off a bit slow. Then he got a bit more comfortable and he was making some plays that I really like. Plays I don't think Mac has even tried to do, or even when he does it, I don't think they've been as good. Like uh, that play where he stepped into the pocket, and one thing that he does have over Mac is that zip. It kind of looks like Tom when Tom steps in and does a zip. Mac has tried it a couple times, but his balls just don't have that much zip. He doesn't have the arm strength. Zappy does have it. Um, but I'm not ready to proclaim Zappy as a guy yet again. We saw what happened to Cooper Rush. Let's see what happens when Zappy runs into a real defense. Unfortunately, I don't think that's ever going to happen because Mac should probably be back by the time we have to face a real defense. But Zappy is just doing well enough in the games where, like Matt said, the winnable games for us. And that's why it doesn't hurt to have Zappy because these are all games where the defense is going to put us in positions to win. And all you have to do is just make a – don't need have, you don't have to be flashy. Just make the right throw, hand off to your running backs, and we're going to go out there and win. But yeah, the defense, hell of, hell of a performance to them. Steve Belichick is the GOAT. Um, Miles Bryant, uh, he, was, he was pretty solid outside of that Amari Cooper touchdown, which, by the way, Amari Cooper is still him. If people have forgotten, he is still him. And that was a great touchdown by him. And – that touchdown was on Miles Bryant. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Um, oh, I, oh, one another thing about Zappy. Um, Taekwon, the past two games that he's played for us, he has gotten open four times, two in each games where it would have been a bomb touchdown because his speed on man to man is just so hard to match with, and Zappy just does not even look his way and isn't able to to throw over there and. I, I I think uh, I hopefully when Mac is here, he's able to hit those. I'm pretty sure Mac will be able to hit those because yeah, there's that's already Tyquan could have already four like 50 yard touchdowns if Zappy had just looked his way. Or I think once he did look his way, but he just panicked to make a throw that I feel like Zappy can make because we saw him in college. He has a really strong arm. And um, but yeah, that's all I had to say. Oh. And, yeah, um, that's why I've always been team Ramondre over Dame. Dame, you can take the whole season off. We are good. We are good. Yeah, um, Zappy looked pretty fucking good. Better than Mac. And um, we own Cleveland. Cleveland looked fucking terrible. They were awful. Yeah. Straight up. I mean, there's nothing else to really say other than that. All right, so now one and Bryant off my team. Yes, immediately. I mean, hey, I, I, I said it week one. Y'all weren't ready for that conversation, though. Well, Bryant, I was when uh, I mean, because I didn't think we had anybody, but now we got Marcus Cannon. All right, so you guys can move on. What's the next game we are going? 
right. Uh, I'll I'll talk about the uh, Jags Colts game because that was a very good game. Um, mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence, you know, I think that he played very well. He only threw the ball twenty two times, but you know, two two touchdowns on the ground, um, one through the air to Christian Kirk. Um, he, I think overall he played very well, and. You know, I think that he played well enough to win the game. Unfortunately for Trevor Lawrence and that offense, that defense was terrible. And I think it's going to – I think this is the Jaguars we're going to expect for the rest of the year. I don't think that this defense is good enough in order – like, like that, that's 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 kind of a tough game for them, especially because, like, Indy isn't that great of an offense. Like, they weren't that good of an offense before you, they, you went into Indy and they absolutely killed you. Deion Jackson – I apologize. You are him. You are the starting running back, unfortunately, with that bum Jonathan Taylor. Um, and Matt Ryan absolutely torched him. Michael Pittman got opened a lot. Alec Pierce kind of burned him for that late-game touchdown that really sucked the life out of him. But, yeah, Jacksonville's defense was awful. Costly penalties that kept drives alive for Indy. Like, I, I remember watching the game and seeing that Every single third down, I couldn't help myself. It was either a roughing the passer by first round, or fourth overall pick, Trayvon Walker, like a PI or a hold. Like they always put themselves in a difficult spot because of penalties. And unfortunately, for a good offensive showing from Trevor, it just it wasn't enough because your defense kind of absolutely sold you. Yeah. Um, Probably the best the Colts have looked offensively. The Jaguars, it was nice to see Trevor have a bounce back because he's been pretty bad the last two weeks and he was just getting flamed, which I know he's better than this. Yeah. Bounce back, he was really good. Um, Christian Kirk, the weapons all going. And, yeah, Matt's right. We may have jumped a, a gun, the gun a bit with the Jaguars' defense. It was No, it you was... might have jumped the gun. I said, that, I said that I wasn't ready to buy the hype of this team. You jumped the gun. But, but okay, but to, even though the side with the score was yesterday, it did not look like one superior team beating the other. They both played kind of like evenly matched up teams. At the end of the yeah. day, the team with the ball last was able to make the play to win in the end. By the way, I thought they, I thought they were going for a field goal. I'm watching that and I just see Stafford chuck that up and Alec Pierce yeah. catch the touchdown. Ryan, not Ryan. Oh, my God, Mike Stafford, my bad. Matt Ryan, yeah, the better quarterback between yeah, the match. That could have been an – if that didn't work, like what if that was underthrown and they just picked it off? Imagine hate Frank Reich would get it. Frank Reich would have – Frank Reich gets fired this morning if they lose that game because that would have been a – because first of all, Jim Ersey told them cut Carson Wentz just because they lost once to the Jaguars. If they get swept against the Jaguars yesterday, Ersey fires Frank Reich because he's embarrassed of losing – first of all, he's embarrassed about losing one game to the Jaguars. Getting swept, Frank Reich would have had his job gone. He's lucky that play worked out. And even like he's lucky. He's not lucky that the play worked. He's lucky that that ball wasn't picked. Like like that was a great throw by Matt Ryan. Imagine he underthrows that ball and that ball is picked. You just threw away the game right there. You were in field goal range when that throw was made. You're lucky that play worked. However, it did. He still has a job. The Colts are sitting at three, two, and one. And they're still very much in the hunt for that division against Tennessee, which is a big matchup next week, by the way. That they're playing each other yeah. next week. By the way, do you do you think it's gonna be a shootout? No. I think it's gonna be a defensive showing. But Oh, but like uh, Sam needs a defense and he's picking the Titans defense for next week in fantasy. I, I think I am. I don't know yet. 
I might do I might do the same, but um for the Colts Jags. I mean the main thing with the Jags is fantasy wise, can you guys pick a fucking running back one? I mean, <laughs> it's like one of them goes <laughs> off a week, so it's like can you guys pick one so I know? Yeah, do I, I can't, start J Rob? Do I not? Travis Etienne is running back one. He's better. better. He is not. He is. If you watch oh, the game, absolutely. you would not, see yeah, the yeah, not. Sam, not anymore. Not anymore. It is J Rob's job now. He is running back one there. You mean ETN? Yeah, my bad. ETN, yeah. I was team J Rob, but. It used to be, but he's just not getting anything on the ground anymore. Like, you you can't, you can't, you can't start someone that's not getting anything when ETN is actually playing very well. I think that both of them are still going to play. It's going to be a Thunder and Lightning kind of thing. But I think ETN will be like the Tony Pollard and. Dallas. But yeah, that's that's kind of where you stand with that running back room. So there probably will never be a true running back one. None of them are ever going to be benched. It's just going to be different roles where J Rob is probably going to be touchdown dependent. And for the Colts, I will say that I told you, Matt, I told you Deion Jackson was him. And me and Ramon both told you to start him, but unfortunately, yeah. you didn't want to listen. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah, that that did. I never thought that that decision would be the reason I lost fantasy, but here we are. Uh, well, yeah. it is oh, what it is. I got the next game actually. Let's go over a game that was a, kind of a shootout, a surprisingly good game. The Cincinnati Bengals and the New Orleans Saints. There is just something about Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase playing in New Orleans. Because when they play there, they turn into demons. They were insane. That was the best game Joe Burrow has – both of them have had this entire season. It, it was like watching them play that national championship in that same stadium against Trevor Lawrence where Clemson had absolutely no answer for them. That's exactly what happened against this Saints defense. That's a really good Saints defense. I mean, we saw Sam's boy Tyron get embarrassed on a play that people still – are still asking themselves, how was he not able to tackle him from that angle? Yeah. But Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, they finally showed up. And if you're a Bengal fan, you love to see that. For the Saints, Andy Dalton might be the guy. The fact that Andy Dalton got into a shootout without Elave, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Thomas, your three best wide receivers, and Kamara was still playing like garbage, and you almost won that game, that tells you a lot that you need to know about Andy Dalton. I mean, Andy Dalton's not the guy that's going to – save your franchise, but he might be the guy you had to be going forward with over James Winston. But this Saints team is, like I said, I, I, saw, I think it's a really good team. They just need the quarterback position. But yesterday they surprisingly put up a fight, and Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow were just unstoppable. Yeah. I, I mean, Absolutely. Burrow even told us it was going to happen. He walked in with Jamar Chase's college Jamar jersey. Used college jersey, it looked like. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, I mean – Burrow and Chase were very, very good in the Superdome, returning back to where they won the Natty. Um, obviously, the Saints fans kind of welcomed them, but not really welcomed them kind of thing. Like they, they, they were obviously like appreciative of what they did for the college team, but they still wanted their team to win. And Ramon, like usually at this point in the game, like when you come up with a take like that, it'd be like, all right, let's not get ahead of ourselves here. However, I, I agree with you. Andy Dalton should be the starter moving forward for this team. Um, he has been he has been playing very very well for a team that like like for a team that you think that you like yes Jameis Winston is probably 
Like, you would think he's the better quarterback. However, this season, he just clearly hasn't been anything close to what he was the season prior, having them win games. But, like, Andy Dalton is your best chance to win games. Like you said, no Michael Thomas, no Chris Olave, no Jarvis Landry. Like, these are this is like fourth, fifth, sixth string receivers that you're dealing with here. And yet he was able to get into a shootout with them. I know you had Kamara, but, like, still. I think that Andy Dalton should be your starter moving forward. And also, I mean, this, if you're the Saints defense, you were supposed to be one of the best defenses coming into the league. Like, I just – like it's, it, it kind of angers me that – you were supposed to be the hyped-up defense, and yet when your Q- QB gives you a chance to win every single week, you, you can't really do anything. Like you, like, you always crumble at the worst possible times. So, that's all I'll say with that. Yeah. Um, the, I don't think – No. I was going to say, I don't I, – I, I didn't really expect this to be like this type of game, but at the same time, I kind of did. But I will say the Saints put up quite the fight with nobody. That's what I'm saying. They had a bum running back, just bum receivers, <laughs> bum quarterback. They had nobody. But uh, yeah, I see. Here's where I'll I'll be the one to say I don't know if we should hop on the Andy Dalton over Winston cha- train yet because Winston played injured. Doesn't matter. It does when injured comes when he comes back. When you he will be better. When you when Andy you Dalton is the equivalent of an injured quarterback. So yeah, exactly. So like, if you're playing, like regardless, if you're on that field, you're good to go. That that's what I say. Regardless of injury, not doesn't matter. If you're on that injury, sadly, that you can field, be good to go and not be a hundred percent. Have you seen the like? All right, look. Yes, James. Uh, explain. Explain Brady always playing her. Have you seen those throws that he has made? Did you like? He's lucky that one of them was caught. Remember the Marquez Callaway touchdown one? He was lucky that shit was caught. He threw that in the quadruple coverage. He's just not making good decisions. So, injured or not, he's still not making good decisions. Andy Dalton should be the starter. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, all right. All right um, what do we got next? Whatever y'all want. Those were just the two uh, games that I knew the most I wanted to talk about. All right, so I'm going to go into a, a very a very surprising – like a very surprising game in terms of, you know, what happened towards the end of it. We're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens going into New York to face the Giants. And I'm just going to start off by saying I'm, I, like the Giants hype is real. The Giants hype is super real. Brian Dable is coaching a clinic this season. He is one of the candidates for coach of the year. Um. I mean, what name more iconic duel than Baltimore and blowing double-digit leads? I mean, especially at the end of the game. Like they had this game, and Daniel Jones was able to lead a touchdown drive, and then Lamar throws a costly pick, which, by the way, was the Giants' first pick of the year. That was their first interception of the entire season, and he was able. And I think it was Julian Love that was able to return it to the like into the red zone, and then Saquon finished the job, and then Lamar once again. Goes out there and fumble like the strip sack cave on Thibodeau. And um, Saquon obviously makes that play at the goal line to slide down and kind of ice the game. But um, as for Baltimore, I mean, what are you doing? I mean, like, it's like you're choking away this division. Like, you should be, you should be running away with this division by now. And yet you're, got, you're tripping over your own shoelaces and giving Cincinnati an equal opportunity even though they've kind of struggled this far, thus far into the season 
and it seems like they're heating up now. So you might be you might be screwed. You you might not even win this division anymore when you should have been running away with it. And New York Giants, like I said, your defense is very good. Wake Martindale is coaching a clinic. Brian Dable is doing a great job. I'm still not like crazy high on the offense, but I believe that that defense with the easy schedule that they have, I think this team is a playoff team. What do you guys think? All right, uh, playoff team. Yeah, probably yeah, sure. Not, uh, I don't know. If they're going to go out there and win many games because I still have my question marks about Daniel Jones. Yeah, but this coaching I, I, and this. That, that's I agree with that. I think that. Danny Dimes is going to be what's going to hold them back in the end. However, I do believe with the schedule they have in the defense that they've been able to put on display so far into the season, I think this team will probably go like 10 and seven, nine and eight, make a wild, like a low end wild card spot and probably get ousted in the first round. I, I, I think that that's where they're going to be. And I think that that's going to be successful enough for the Giants fans this year to enable to show out for, you know, guys in the future being able to go out and pay for guys you know and maybe you get maybe you get another quarterback who knows but I think it's going to be a very successful year for Giants fans and the Giants organization um I know Sirianni's undefeated in Philly but um what's his name has to have a good chance at that it has to be in the lead for coach of the year yeah Dave I was a big that was one of my favorite hate coaching hires and I've been on his wagon all season long um, as for the Ravens, yeah, there is problems there with that defense that need to get fixed. It's not because even, you know, they, it's not even the defense. It's the, Lamar. Lamar was the reason they lost that game. I'm sorry. I mean, the strip sack ain't really his fault. I mean, he. The pick where's was, the O line? The pick was. Sure, but I mean, also the O line. In general, the, the again, that's this is like the, the third week in a row that they blow it and. Yeah, part of it's going on the offense, but also the defense. Like, why can't they hold the leads? And honestly, it has to go to the coaching, too, with John Harper. Yeah. Like, what do you – like, it's, it, it's all around ineptitude on behalf of the Baltimore Ravens. And, you know, you, like, that can't happen, especially because you should be – you should be running away with this division right now. You, you should be. And the fact that you're not is kind of kind of disappointing. For me, to be honest with you, because Lamar has been, has been playing pretty great this entire year. Well, well I'll take a. Can't, you guys can't keep playing in the back. But Sam, do you believe in the Giants' hype this year? Uh, yes and no. I think you know once they start versing like the best of the best, the playoff teams they'll probably lose. But well, I mean, aren't the Ravens supposed to be that? A lot of people think they're like their best and, and, and aren't the Packers technically supposed to be that? Like the playoff team? Who knows? They've beaten them both. They haven't looked at recently, but yeah. And the Packers kind of suck, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I I guess. Yes and no. Like they I, they like, wouldn't be my like, fucking you, Super Bowl you, pick, but could you yeah, yeah, no. Could you could you see this team making like a wild card spot and getting ousted? Yeah, that's that's kind of what I said. This team would probably be is probably. I, mean, I think Dave Bull will be coach of the year. He should be coach of the year. I agree. I, I said that last week. I'm now standing by the fact that he should absolutely be coach of the year. He came into a situation where you know Joe Judge left him at four and thirteen. He comes in there and he, you know, he does he does wonders, especially with all the new coaches coming in. Like they all do wonders. They they dramatically shift the culture, and it just seems like people want to play there and play for him. So. I think that's important. But we're going to move on to the other New York team, 
and that will be the New York Jets going Matt's into Green Bay. Luck. <laughs> going into Green Bay and absolutely stomping on the Green Bay Packers. Uh, I'm going to go first here. Um, Zach Wilson is very lucky to be winning these games as a starter. I mean, he just hasn't been playing that well. And Brees Hall looks like very like, Brees Hall looks very good. This defense looks very good. But I think the I think the main reason why the Jets won this game yesterday wasn't offense, wasn't defense. The special team showed up to play. A blocked field goal, two blocked punts, one of them returned for a touchdown. Um, yeah, the Jets special teams came to play. The Jets defense came to play. Uh, Brees Hall looked very good. And then obviously on Green Bay's side of things. Aaron Rodgers and that offense just do not look good right now. So that's all I'll say about that. Uh, yeah. We kind of all thought the Jets could maybe compete with them. We thought it was a trap game. But we were just too confident that Aaron Rodgers at home against Zach Wilson, who's like Matt said, has just been, hasn't really been as good that they'd be able to enough. Yeah, there is uh, a couple weeks ago, I said the Packers offense was just hitting its, its gear. And since that, they have looked worse and worse and worse. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if this is even going to be a playoff team. And even if they do find it, this is a oh, this is a, a first matchup eliminated. Like their first game of the postseason, they're getting they're getting shelled. It's this team's not good enough. Here. And also going back to the Jets, I still don't buy the hype with this team. I think that. You know, your, your your special teams and your defense isn't going to play at that level forever, especially because you have harder games coming up in the future. I just – I don't see this team making it. Like, I, I see that they're going to be improved, and they've already improved. But, like, this isn't – I don't think this is the year. Yeah. Um, I personally do think the Jets' defense is doing good. I'm a bit worried about playing them. I mean, maybe we could. The, the defense, the defense is doing very well. Right oh now. Like, I don't think it's sustainable because of all the tougher teams they have to play later on in the season. Yeah, but I feel like they've played the Packers is a pretty tough team. You're facing Aaron Rodgers, and I'd say what you want about the weapons. It's still Aaron Rodgers who carves people up for a living, and they made it tough on him. Like this defense is legit. It's not bad. It's it gets the quarterbacks. The secondary has been sort of locked downish. Yeah, no, I mean, Sauce, it's, it's Sauce is yet to allow a touchdown. Brees Hall looks good. Um, yeah, this team, this team is take, making the strides. I just don't know if this is the year for them to put it all together. But who knows? I mean, they're they're doing a great job of it right now. Sam warned us that this was going to happen, but we we scared him into not picking this, and now we toss it to Sam. Jets Packers. I told you they were going to be better than you guys thought, and you guys didn't want to listen. All right. That's all I gotta say. Packers right. are terrible, by the way. Sauce Gardner's a top ten quarterback. No, he's not even a top three in this draft class. What? Jack Jones and Tyreek Woolen are better. They are, but moving so on, he would be third. No, Derek Stingley exists. Uh, Marcus Jones exists. <laughs> Marcus Demari Jones. Matt. Damari Mathis exists. Damari Mathis exists. But all right, we'll 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 move on to another another upset in week six. Um, this is Tampa going into Pittsburgh. Matt's other luck. Yes, and <laughs> yeah, and they just Pittsburgh for whatever reason won the game. Like it's like how like Tampa Bay like this is. I told game. you. 
I remember, guys. I Pickett fucking sucks. Don't say he wasn't, he wasn't good. Pickett was not. Good. Yes, he was. No, he wasn't. He got hurt, but he was good. No, he wasn't. Pittsburgh got into the red zone on a kick return to start the second half, and Kenny Pickett and the offense stalled out. The offense wasn't anything spectacular. The defense. Yeah, but that's not his. But that's not his fault. He has freaking Matt Cat. Matt Canada sucks. Titties through Pixie was able to lead a late fourth quarter touchdown drive to put the the guys up eight. Brady was no. down there. The, yes. Through no, Pixie. no, the, no. First of all, it was the Bucks defense had already let down, and it's not even that it had already got it was gassed out, and that, so not to mention. That throw that everyone's hyping over there, oh, what a dime to Claypool. That's a terrible throw. That's just a great adjustment play by Claypool. He deserves credit for that catch, not the other way around. Kenny Pickett, it's not his fault that this offense struggles him with the ball. The fault is on Matt Canada, the dumb offensive coordinator who does not know how to freaking coach at all. He makes Matt Patricia, you know, he makes Matt Canada makes Cliff Kingsbury look like Bill Belichick. That's how bad Matt Canada is. He, He's an, yes. a terrorist to that team, and he needs to be kicked out of there. Yes, and I agree. I, they'll I find out the agree. truth when when uh, when Tua returns and lays the hammer on them. And unfortunately, everyone's going to blame Pickett for that too. But it's not his fault that he has to work with Matt Canada. No, we we won't blame Pickett for it. I don't. I'm not blaming Pickett. I'm not. But I'm just saying he wasn't. He wasn't all that. He was okay. He was. I mean, at the end of the day, he walked out with the victory over the goat. And I told you guys that I was I was considering doing it, but you guys were telling me no. And because of Matt Canada, I decided not to. But I kind of felt it in there that he was going to get his first career win against the greatest quarterback of all time. And that's exactly what happened. All right, so anything, anything else? Sam, you live? Nope. All right, nothing else. As we move right. to the Bills-Chiefs game. Bills-Chiefs, you said? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, this game was. Okay. I, I think this game. I think this game was still amazing, even though it wasn't the shootout it was last year. It was. It gave us the best of both worlds: a good offense and pretty good defense. Um, you know, we kind of got a little bit of a flashback from last year at the end of the second quarter when Mahomes and company was able to drive down the field in twelve seconds to set Harrison Butker up for a sixty-two yard field goal to tie it going into the half. I thought that was kind of funny. And especially after Josh Allen threw the deep touchdown to Gabe Davis, which makes it even funnier. But, um, yeah, this game was awesome. Um, this game was awesome when Teron Johnson got that pick at the late game to um, kind of steal the Bills' win. That was cool. Um, Mahomes threw two costly turnovers, one in the red zone when he did not need to throw that ball. They could have been thrown away. Um. Yeah, that's that's all I have. Uh, this isn't. You're, I'm not panicking for the Chiefs. I think they're still going to be just fine. Buffalo is the best team in the NFL. Cry about it. All right, that's it. Uh, Josh Allen, you need to learn something. You have to do what Tom Brady. Do, you have to do what Patrick Mahomes does and take a a page out of Tom Brady's book. Stop leaving people time. You are lucky that Mahomes was intercepted because you were going to lose that game. I swear every time that this is why the Bills, I question whether or not they're ever going to win a Super Bowl. They they play one way. It's always 
they can beat you over the top like nothing. It's like one minute drives, and yeah, sure, scoring all at the end you need to score the most to win. That is true, but you also want to consume as much time as you want and also tire out your opponent. You, yeah. in, in that situation, you need to play for okay. We want to go down there and take the lead, but we want to make sure that he does not have enough time. And that's exactly what Tom Brady has always done for the past 20 years for New England and a couple times in Tampa. When he gets the ball last, he has always played it as, we just need to make sure that the other team does not get enough time. And Mahomes has done that too as he's played. You always score quickly. And to be honest, also, I, I'm, I'm not that worried about the, the Chiefs than I am about the, the Bills actually after this game. This Bills team struggled a bit against a Chiefs team that was kind of depleted. They had injuries in there, and the Chiefs were the better. The Bills had the more stacked team. They just couldn't put the Chiefs away. And also seeing that win, when I saw uh, the, the interception and then Josh Allen like on the sideline and all how, how happy it was, it reminded me a lot of when we lost to the Colts and Brady was intercepted by Bonnie Jackson because Peyton would always give Tom the ball last and Tom always made him pay. Josh Allen did that. He was sitting on the sidelines praying like Peyton was, and then he was a sigh of release when he won it. The, Bang- this, the Bills also celebrated this like if they had just won their – this was their Super Bowl, beating the Chiefs. But I'm still willing to bet that when this game happens again, the postseason, I trust the Chiefs to come out and win this if it does happen again, especially if Josh Allen's going to keep playing like that where he gives Mahomes the ball last. I think – and I, trust me, I don't think Mahomes makes the same mistake as he does twice. And to be honest, I think Mahomes just didn't care anymore because – that throw, it looked like he didn't care. He threw the game away on purpose. You you cannot sit there and tell me that he thought that throw was going to be a catch. You could all see it on TV that there was – I'm seeing him like, throw it away, you got nothing, and he throws it straight to to the defender's arm. I'm like, it seemed like he just does not care. He's like, yeah, it's a meaningless regular season game for us. We don't need to win this one. And also, this game did not live up to the hype that everybody was making it to be. It was kind of boring for me, at least. I 100% agree with Ramon. I think that – Mahomes was like, whatever, you guys can have it here. We'll win when it really matters. And like Ramon said, if this happens in the postseason, I would put any amount of money on the Chiefs. Matt, the think... Bills are not the best team in the league. It's Isaiah, the McKenzie, Isaiah McKenzie fucking sucks. Yeah, he's oh, my terrible. God. I didn't, even, I didn't even mention that. He is pretty terrible. He sucks. That's yeah, really all I have to say about that. In fact, I think Bills fans have probably had enough of seeing Isaiah McKenzie out of that field. He dropped the pass. Tripped on his own shoes on a <laughs> wide open touchdown. He dropped a couple yeah, passes. Like that was bad. And then what? He fumbled the. He fumbled. It was fumbled, but it was called back. No, it wasn't. It was a fumble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah right, right. But it was. I thought he it was is, gonna get called back. But he wasn't. is. He is terrible. I, I, I completely agree. He's just. Speaking of terrible, <laughs> we move on. <laughs> To Trayvon Diggs and the Cowboys <laughs> versus Jalen Hurts and the Eagles. Uh, the best team in the NFL, Philadelphia Eagles. They are actually really good, and we have to put respect on them now. This isn't – like, I know – yeah, well, could they lose in the postseason? Probably, but I personally don't think the Eagles have a single flaw. I think the only way the Eagles are going to be beaten this season is if they beat themselves, meaning J- Jalen Hurts has a stinker where he plays like he did last year. Or injuries will also could affect this team. Because right now, they're out of all teams in the NFL, they're one of the ones that are luckily aren't dealing with in- injuries and hopefully not because we don't root for injuries here. We don't 
uh, hope for them. Um, but literally, they're, they're getting good quarterback play. And just like how you guys said that uh, Fields, what's working for Fields is that he has the running ability. That's what's working for Hurts. But the only difference is that he's finally using his arm more and he has the weapons, not to mention they have one of the best receiving uh, cores in the league. I know three, once he gets like three and four, they're not big name guys, but still having A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith is enough. The tight end play is good. Uh, Miles Sanders has been, I mean, he's still not great, but he's been solid. And this defense, like, is really good. The, the, the pass rush is insane. They have a really great run defense. You can't really run them. The secondary has been balling, even with that goons, DJ Gardner-Johnson. But Slay has been great. The others have been great, too. Linebackers have been okay. Like, I don't. I think it's going to be hard to beat Philly. You need to be a team. If you want to beat Philly, you have to be a team that's going to contend with them blow for blow. If anything, maybe the Bills are the only team built to, build, to go with them blow for blow. But also, again, sometimes the Bills play where they can – they'll score and then you score, and then they'll score right back. Or they'll play where they'll they struggle like like yesterday like that they're they're lucky that the Chiefs struggled a bit too because if, if that would have been Mahomes in that div- divisional game against Deshaun Watson where he scored seven straight drives the Bills lose that game but yeah the Eagles they, that's, the Eagles knock you out early in the first half they put up twenty almost twenty eight points per game in the first half so if you don't have around twenty eight if you're under twenty you're in for a lot of trouble for the rest of the game. And that's exactly what they – by the way, I said it. I said this game had blowout potential, which, by the way, it should have been a blowout. But, again, the Eagles, they kind of let themselves go in the second half, but because they're always up on major leads. Um, now everyone can finally put I, – I thought the Cooper Rush over Dak stuff was stupid. Yeah, you see what – When you put him against a real defense, when he has to play from behind, he's not as good. He could not deliver. Three picks, which were all his fault – I don't know. Skip Bayless blamed that last pick on CeeDee Lamb. He's like, he did not go back for it. He didn't track the ball. It was under thrown. No, I'll, I'll put an asterisk to it. When he when he threw that ball, CeeDee Lamb was wide open for a touchdown. However, he got hit by Brandon Graham as he was trying to make that throw. So it's not entirely on him, but it's not on CeeDee Lamb at all. Um, as for this game, though, you said that Philly doesn't have a fly. I disagree. Um, I think that the oh. fact that they let I, I like position wise, I think that they're set, they're loaded. I agree with that. However, the flaw with this team is not being able to put the teams away. That every single team is within like it doesn't seem like any team is ever out of it. Like the Cowboys were able to with Cooper Rush, were able to get that lead to three points in the beginning of the fourth quarter. They completely sold in that third quarter. That's going to cost them eventually. It's like the Cardinals. It's going to cost them. I don't know if they're going to – they're probably not going to collapse as far as the Cardinals went last year, but it's going to cost them, whether that's in the playoffs or what, but it will cost them eventually. I believe that if they – like, I think the next time the Cowboys and Eagles play, if if Dak is playing, I think the Cowboys have a very real chance of winning that game, especially if the Eagles' second half – Third quarter is going to let them get back into it. Like they're ne- like they never, they've never dominantly won a full game. They've dominantly won the first and second quarter. They have never dominantly won a game. Um, Jalen Hurts looks better, but I will say that I'm not. I'm still not overly impressed because most of his completions are like screen passes and short, short routes and getting the ball out of his hand quickly. Like he's not doing anything that's making me like, oh, this guy's 
a top five QB. No, but I do think that he's playing enough to make this team win games. AJ Brown is doing wonders for this offense. The offensive line is great, and we saw just how great it was when Lane Johnson went out with an injury, and the Cowboys were able to put pressure on Jalen Hurts and that Eagles uh, offensive line in the third quarter. But like you said, the defense came up big in the fourth, like they always do. Hurts was able to put a drive together in the fourth quarter, which is great for them. But still, I I can't I I'm not overly like yes they're six and zero oh, and I think they're going to be a great team. However, I can't get past the fact that they don't put their opponents away. Like, they're never out of it. Yeah, they, they don't because, because I feel like they're up too big to the point where their points don't re- – Yeah, but, but they are because even though when the points come back, they still find a way it's enough. And as of right now, it's been enough for the teams. I mean, sure, Cooper Rush came back, but when he made it a three-point game, what did the Eagles do? What did Hurts go do? They responded and went straight back down the field and scored like nothing. Yeah, yeah, I know that, but I'm saying I'm saying that they're le- like the fact that they're letting teams into it, like it just like I can't that this team hasn't played a complete sixty minutes of football, maybe since week one, and I mean even like even week one was like Detroit, like like week two against Minnesota, like yeah, that was probably their best game actually. Week two against Minnesota was their best game, but uh, week three against Washington, like they didn't score in the second half. Week four didn't. Score. Yeah, but but neither did Washington. Is- and say, or Washington just scored eight. No, I'm, oh, very, no. I'm very aware of that, but I'm saying that you, you need to be able to put up points still. Like, you're not, you're not, 24 is not a safe lead going into the, it's, it's not a safe lead. 24 can be scored in a half. That's not safe. There's, you have plenty of, like, I would say a safe lead is probably, if you were going into the fourth quarter up 21, okay, then that's a little bit of a different story, but tw- up 20, I'm not even up 20, up 17 going into the second half when the Cowboys were able to get a drive going down the field. So technically you were up 10, and you 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 still couldn't get anything going. That's not, and, and even the Cardinals, Shanks field goal away from going into OT. It's like they're never, 20, they're, like there's a reason these games end up being close. 24-point lead is only never safe when it's against Tom Brady. But but still, like you're, the, these games are way too close. Like like one like there's going to be a time where they're going to choke the lead, and it's it's not going to be. It might not be yeah, in the regular season, but it's going to come back to cost them in the playoffs. That's that's all. That's like, but I think I can only see a couple teams that could make them pay for playing like that. And unfortunately, those teams they won't play into the Super Bowl. Their their schedule is so easy to the point where they could actually finish undefeated. And I don't really think there's an actual threat in the in the in the postseason for them in the NFC. There's nobody right now in the NFC that I think possesses a threat. Maybe the Niners. If Jimmy G plays good, the Niners are the only team I think that could possess a threat. But other than that, there's no one in the NFC. In the, I, I, honestly, in the AFC, Kansas City, Buffalo. I believe. I believe that the Cowboys will propose a threat to them eventually. I don't know. I don't think the Cowboys match. Even if, even if Dak. This team was in the game with Cooper Rush at quarterback. You're telling me if Dak doesn't play well and this team is able to expand the playbook a little bit, you're telling me this team doesn't have a chance? No, no. they definitely have a chance, but I don't, I'm with Ramon. I think the Eagles will win. All right. Fair enough. But I don't know. They're literally. The offense is. The offense is not that good in Dallas. If they're literally, if CD's going to be, if CD's inconsistent, that offense is screwed. Like, yeah, they have Gallup, but 
I mean, uh, he just had that one touchdown against Washington. Noah Brown had his two games of fame, and he's just disappeared. The Titans are kind of mid. I don't care about – even when Schultz comes back, Schultz, people need to stop with him. He's, he's mid to above average. That's all he is. Yeah. The defense, though, I will give, will always give Dallas a chance. But that also the defense, let's be honest, it did not play good until Lane Johnson went out. So Lane Johnson is healthy. Lane Johnson, by the way, was the first guy to actually own Micah Parsons because he was nowhere to be seen until Lane Johnson went down. Sure, sure. Well, I, I agree with that. But I'm saying I'm saying that this team always lets the, their opponents in games towards the second half. And I, I like I said, one of these times it will cost them. I don't know when, but it will cost them. That's well, all I'm going to say. Do you guys have anything else to add about this game? Nope, that's not. Nah. Or the fact the Eagles are the best team in football. So, that's going to do it. But before oh, we actually, end it... Actually, wait, one last thing. Uh, this was about the Pats game. Uh, Matt Patricia, week, week in and week out, becomes better and better as an offensive coordinator. We owe him an apology. He's actually been pretty solid for us. He, he deserves an apology. He's been calling pretty good, kind of better than Josh McDaniels. All I'm gonna add. I'm not gonna apologize yet. I need to see Mac Jones play well before I apologize to Matt Patricia, but I'll keep it in mind. Well, I before we end it, I want to see. I think we should all go and say one take, one hot take about tonight's game. One hot take about tonight's game. I mean, mm-hmm. okay. All right, you guys go first. I'm trying to let me think of one real quick. I'm trying to do one. Yeah. one also. I think you have oh, one, right? I have one. I have one. This, the hot take I'm going to have is this is this is going to be a low-scoring game on the Chargers oh, end. Good. This, is going to be, this is going to not only be one for the Broncos end, but this will be a low-scoring game for the Chargers offense as well. That'll be my – that's my hot take. I, I got one. Uh, Sam is actually going to love it. The man that has been criticized for the in, the past couple of weeks is going to have a phenomenal play today. J.C. Jackson will have a pick six today. Yeah. All right. you. My hot take is Russ Cooks. All right. <laughs> see All right. you guys next week. All right. Yeah. Or actually, see you guys next episode because I think the pickings will come out right after this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, All right. See we'll you guys. See you.